third quarter GDP released yesterday showing better than expected growth. Uh, but what were the key features there? And does this mean that the worst is now behind us, Narina? So certainly a very pleasing GDP number that came out yesterday, 2% growth in the three months to the end of September, and this was after second quarter growth was also revised to 2.8%. So coming on um, after those two quarters of contraction, which uh, which marked the technical recession, our growth outlook has certainly improved quite considerably from those levels. You know, the expectation prior to the data release was, was only for, for growth of around 1.5%, and it was also expected to be led by consumer and investment spending. In fact, it was once again agriculture that, that um, was a very strong performer, um, increasing by just over 44% growth in the, in the third quarter as we continue to see better crops and, and improvement in those agricultural prices as well. So um, it was more broad-based than that also. The major sectors of mining, manufacturing, financial services all showed improvement. So, so really quite a broad-based improvement in, in economic growth. I think it also shows that some of the other recent good data points that we've seen, you know, you'll recall trade balance earlier this week, vehicle sales also, many of these continue to surprise on the upside, which is definitely a good sign. Um, and, and I think from, from that perspective, our fourth quarter GDP could also be good, but uh, we're not quite there yet. So there's some, some more data that we certainly need to look at before we can start pronouncing on, on the fourth quarter GDP and in fact, um, the, the GDP growth for 2017 as a whole. Narina, the other economic data released yesterday related to activity in the private sector, but what can we read into that data insofar as it relates to economic growth in the fourth quarter? Yeah, so this is, you know, the Purchasing Manager Index, this one of Standard Banks that came out earlier this week, we saw access, and both of them really talking about um, slowing uh, conditions or, or poorer conditions uh, from a private sector perspective. Um, so both of these uh, we've seen this week come out of below 50, that level that we know is, is all about contraction rather than expansion. Um, and, and this PMI is a, is a composite single-figure indicator that, uh, that looks at changes in private sector business conditions. So it is derived from things like, such as new orders, output, employment, um, the delivery times of suppliers, stocks of purchases, and those sort of things. So um, I think what we're seeing here really is, is, is concerns around um, taking investment decisions and actually moving strongly forward. So the lowest, uh, the, the, the biggest uh, contributing factor to this has been the decline of, of new orders. This fell at the quickest pace um, that we've seen since early in 2016, and um, um, increased added to that also the higher cost burdens from oil, from electricity, from labor costs. These are all driving up inflationary pressures within the, um, within the private sector business conditions. And, and I think one of the big things that we're definitely seeing is that both production and consumption decisions are being delayed due to um, generally weak economic conditions still, even though it's improving, but definitely also due to the uncertainty relating to credit ratings and in the upcoming elective conference as well. So I think once we have these big factors behind us and more certainty, we will certainly see a, a turnaround in these confidence numbers and, and, and the purchasing managers index. And I think that can then start contributing also to better economic growth overall. And Narina, you know, just a final one. Ultimately, uh, the ability to grow this economy at a much faster pace will depend on the capacity to do so, especially from a power supply point of view. And, uh, you know, we've all been captivated with the ESCOM hearings in Parliament. Uh, but uh, we are also awaiting that decision by NERSA on the electricity tariff application. 
When do we expect this announcement to be made? So, yes, NERSA, the National Energy Regulator of South Africa, initially we were expecting them to, to pronounce on this tomorrow, but it's been um, uh, postponed until next week, uh, the 13th of December, and uh, the date has been changed uh, due to them requiring more time to really do a thorough analysis of not only ESCOM's application, but also all the stakeholder input they received during public hearings right around the country. You know, they received a record 23,000 written submissions um, based on the original application, which uh, called for a, a tariff hike of 19.9%. Um, subsequently to that, uh, they have lowered it a little bit. They've certainly lowered the expected revenue or the allowable re- revenue request, but they've also decreased the, 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 sort of the standard tariff, um, tariff sales forecast, means that we're still looking at an average hike of, of 18.9% from, from next year. And in fact, municipal increases are looking at 26.9% from the 1st of July next year. Now, these sort of increases will be absolutely detrimental to, to, to any economic growth. Um, so this is a majorly important one for us when we start looking at the economic um, growth outlook for 2018. So certainly lots of eyes, not just on, on the ESCOM hearings, but certainly also on this NERSA announcement expected next week.